exciting event for you to go to tomorrow night. Uh, the Bebe Bling Ball at the Glass House. And um, Bebe is with us right now. And we talked this morning. How are you doing? Hey, family. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wrong. This isn't happening until November. What, what day is it, baby? What night is this ball? It's tomorrow. Well, it's tomorrow. Yes, it's that's tomorrow, what I thought. Friday, November 10th. Yes, the bling ball. We are about to make this CD sparkle and shine. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and and we, we talked this morning, so we're besties now. And um, we, oh, We've always been. <laughs> I know. And he reminded me I was supposed to show up for another event, his documentary that came out, and I stood him up, which is very embarrassing. Um, to have someone tell you that, but it's the truth. But you are, um, if people don't know, um, Bebe Zahara Bennett, you were the very first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Correct, Amunda? Yes. All the way from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yes. And so we were talking, and so when RuPaul was coming up with this idea, they went around to different cities to um, have, you know, tryouts for people to be on the show Did you, you know, if you can go all the way back to that year and that win, you know, that must have changed your life significantly. Well, you know, I would, you know, when we started the show or, you know, when they were auditioning for the show, we didn't even know what it was. Right. You know, I was going into the show like, uh, what are we doing? You know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, you know, there's just something when you've been working on your craft for so long, you just take a chance, you take a risk, you know, and you go in faith and, you know, and then you'd be surprised what happens. And that's just what I did. I just immersed myself into the experience and, uh, you know, the rest is history. I won the show. So I'm just very humbled by it. At that time, did they have at least RuPaul's name attached to it? Because, like, did that give it some legitimacy? Yes, it did, because that was, you know, that was, it was RuPaul's concept. It was Mm -hmm. RuPaul's show. You know, so, of course, you know, if if RuPaul is doing a show, there's no way you cannot attach the name. And actually, RuPaul scouted me because when I was in, I was performing, I remember doing Circle of Life as the Lion King from, uh, from the Lion King. Yes. I I didn't even know he was sitting in the audience when I was performing because he came very incognito, you know, you know, for people not to know. And then all of a sudden, when I was done and I was taking my makeup off, you know, I was approached and said, hey, RuPaul wants to talk to you. I was like, huh? <laughs> and then we had the conversation because then he mentioned to me that, hey, this show is happening and I would love you to audition for it. And, you know, the rest is history. And that's how I was able to send in all of my information for the show. Baby, how many years ago was that? Oh, you, you don't want to know because okay. then I feel like he's going to tell my age. No, I, no, I'm really not. We've been on the air for 21 years. No, it's been like, it was like 15 years. Okay. I you know, since I won the show. And, yep. and it's just become so such a thing now in pop culture. It's so big. It's won so many awards and Emmys. And yes. it's just great to see how many people are appreciating the art form of drag. And it's amazing art form. And it's popular. It's appreciated. We love it. And you have this yeah. big event going on tomorrow night mm-hmm. at the Glass House, which is by the Minneapolis Farmer's Market, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it is. It is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell us, tell so, us about your event. 
Well, first of all, I would just have to say, like, in 2021, when I released my documentary, Being BB, that documentary, the event, you did not show up, Julia. I know, I said it. I I own it. Okay. I'm a yes. So when I was being honored by the mayor, like, my own day, November 13th, and that was because of all the work I've been doing in the community and when it comes to the arts and just entertainment in, uh, in Minneapolis. And so I made a promise to myself that moving forward, every year, I would create an amazing event where it becomes a melting pot of bringing so many different people into the same roof and I want to highlight different amazing artists that are in the city or even organizations that are doing amazing work to support artists and that's why this year we are doing um, the Rojo Collective which supports BIPOC artists mentors them, tries to find like uh, jobs for them and just just amazing stuff you're doing but we just want people to come together and just have a really great old time. I would tell you the art is very important and I know sometimes people make it like it's an afterthought but if you go all the way back to COVID everybody turned to the art for consolation or relief or whatever everybody turned to the art and I think it is very important that we keep the arts going and people are always sleeping when it comes to Minneapolis and the arts you know you travel around the world and you're like really you're from Minneapolis I'm like yes I am and there is amazing art and artists in Minneapolis. So the glass house and the bling ball tomorrow is everybody dressed in your finest bling and come together. Let's celebrate the Rojo Collective and let's just have a good old time. I think let's it's, just do that. I think it sounds like fun. So when you talk about just wear something bedazzled, something blingy, something fabulous, and the tickets are reasonable. They're just $30 and $50 yep. for the VIP tickets, which gets you some other goodies. But I really mm-hmm. love the idea that you're going to be having this DJ spin-off battle yes, yes. oh that's you what know. it's called this battle battle i like it's my spin-off. battle it's like we're bringing like vegas and you when you travel to a lot of the big cities minneapolis is a big city but when you travel to the really big cities there are always these experiences where you bring amazing djs to battle each other and the whole idea is to make sure that each dj keeps you on the dance floor without even you going to take a break that's an art <laughs> that is such an art yeah i love it yeah, and- so, yeah so let's see what you, we are saying this dj let's see what you're gonna do are you gonna keep us here or you're gonna have us booing you what's it gonna be <laughs> you know what you know who would be really good at this is Lori. yeah because oh, yeah. she just always yeah. has opinion about the music being played at the clubs and i i swear <laughs> she knows the songs that will keep people out there i love it about her okay so for people yeah go ahead <laughs> for people to get tickets to you go to eventbrite.com and it's bb's b-e-b-e-s bling ball tickets and yeah, um so- Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Did I say add to it? No, I was going to say, like, and, 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 you know, for some crazy reason, if, you know, tomorrow you're like, oh, my gosh, the ticket link is closed, you can come and we'll make sure that you're taken care of. You oh, can come sweetie. at the door and we'll make sure you're taken care of. Because, you know, in Minnesota, we are always very last minute, too. You know, you get up, like, maybe at 6.30, you're like, what do I do tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 6.30 p.m., oh, you know, I'm trying to do something. You know, we are going to be there to make sure that you're okay and taken care of. I yeah, know, sure. and I just want to add, we've had so many artists, so many different people in theater musicians comedians everything you're not the only one i've stood up (laughs) (laughs) but you know the difference is that is that i'm different there you are if we are are besties you cannot put me among that is so mean of me listen good luck tomorrow night i hope people enjoy it the tickets are at Ventbrite, bb's bling ball and it goes for a great um the money is being raised for the whole collective supporting artists in our community thank you thank you for your time
Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. I appreciate you guys. You Bye. too. Good luck. <laughs> All right. When we come back, I don't know what you're going to torture me with in your randoms, Brittany. They're going to be so good. I've been so <laughs> impressive. I've, this is my third segment I'm doing on the Lori and Julia show today, and they just get better with age. You're welcome. Let's do it. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we all, I know, um, want to take good care of our skin. The number one rule always is use sunscreen, winter, summer, spring, and fall. But I want to tell you, Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Clinic, uh, Minneapolis Skin Clinic is what I like to call them. They have great, great people with a lot of experience with some different products that Lori and I had never tried out before. The Skin Pen, um, they have um, which I'm, this photo rejuvenation, the BBI, and also a, a laser that we've never worked with that I'm excited about. But really, it just take care of your skin. This is a perfect time of the year to go in and have a hydrofacial. Maybe you want to freshen up with some Botox before the holidays. Um, I think it just it makes such a difference. And it makes a difference working with people who know what they're doing. Minneapolis Skin Clinic is located in Maple Grove as well as in Golden Valley. Go to MPLS. Skin.com. Mention Lori and Julia when you call them. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Oh, Brittany. I... You're going to have to work harder on that next I will. time. Okay. I will. I, I actually embarrassed because I missed a word. You did. Um, okay. First thing I have to do is shout out to Pine River Bacchus. They are in the state volleyball tournament at the Excel Center. My niece, Cassidy Bristow. Cassidy Bristow has, I don't even know. That's the the weirdest name of a high school. Pine River what? Pine River Bacchus. What happens when you you, you don't go forward, you go Bacchus? (laughs) So when you come from a small town, they combined a bunch of different cities together. Okay. Pine River Bacchus is the high school. I'm so used to it because like. You know, I, because of Justin, I'm now in this world. Is They're this playing, the niece that was already in the thing you went to this summer? She was play. She was, went to state last year. Jeez, she's, uh-huh. she's she, look at the athletic family, and you know who she's related to supposedly, Ellie, Katie Ledecky. But this is not. I'm is not it really, Ledecky or Ledecky? Ledecky. It's, it's definitely <laughs> Ledecky at this point. <laughs> No, you should for sure live your life saying Ledecky and watch me follow you around <laughs> while you say it. Katie Ledecky. But this is my, this is, I'm technically not related to Cassidy, but I keep claiming I am. Kind of like I pretend you're my daughter, sort of, but you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay. Cassidy is killing it in the volleyball game. Good luck. They're going against Russell Tyler Ruffton, which again is three different cities. Jeez. All but, right. I just can't imagine what it's like as a teenager to play volleyball at the Excel Center. Like, fun. How much fun. And they're so, staying at hotels downtown then yes. and doing all that. Oh, man. Yes. How fun. I know. Super fun. And then what also I wanted to give a heads up. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about Taylor Swift anymore. I know I lied to you is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Your nose continues to grow. But okay. if you are interested, I've had some listeners reach out to give me a give me a heads up. Are they listeners or your family members? Uh, How dare you attack? Let's do a quick audit. How dare you attack Kelly, who wrote me to say just a heads up because of the time change. There's a three hour. They're three hours ahead in Buenos Aires. Okay. So they just started the openers now. So if you're trying to stream it on TikTok, you can go ahead in the next like hour or two. We're going to have Sabrina Carpenter and then Taylor Swift. So Mm -hmm. and listen to our show at the same time. Yeah, but it's going to be at six. Okay. Is that okay with you? I think. All right. I'm sorry that we have to compete with the Eras Tour. <laughs> I'm done. Can I give you the, the floor now? 
Well, no, only because we got this and this is so cute. So the other day, we sent Q, our social media director, out on an assignment yeah, to be our field reporter on shopping at this discount store that we forgot about because we couldn't remember the name. Yep, that's, this is the most us story I've this ever is, heard. So we forgot about it for like six months and I came across a postie when I was switching over day timers. I'm old school with the paper Lori and I are. So anyway, I come across this sky... It's called Sky Group Bargains. Yeah. And what it is, it's a co- Costco overstock store yeah. that is very close to Channel 5 where we are located off of 280 and Energy Park Drive. And it's called Sky Group Bargains. And Q went there. And then we had people call in, my friend Charlie sending Facebook pages. And they have so much stuff there at discounted prices. So I just want to say, Tim... Tim, you know how you who you are. You just sent me an email. Um, he just says, hi, Lauren Julia. My name is Tim. I'm the owner of Sky Group Bargains. I really appreciate <gasps> the positive things you said about the store. We're an odd store like me and love our customers. If you come into the store, please ask for me. Say hi. We'll show you around. We appreciate you talking about us. If you have any questions about the store. So shout out to Tim. So if you go into Sky Group bargains. Mention Lori and Julia and just say hi to Tim. We're hobnobbing with people I now. I feel like we're going to have a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I think next thing we know, I'm going to be wearing only Sky Group bargain t-shirts. Yeah, aren't you wearing that today? Always. <laughs> I live and die. I just thought that and I follow them on Facebook now, so I, I actually got, feel like I, I feel that like a celebrity so... just wrote us in. Oh, Tim, he's Tim. Big, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. All right. So anyway, okay, back to you. Um. Okay. So, hey, do you have any two dollar bills lying around? You know, I used to always give them from my dad to my kids. Really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. Well, if you have anything from 1890, which feels I lost that one. Yeah, that might be a lot. Here's one. 1917. No. If you have a $2 bill, uh, even as recently as 2003, one sold at auction for $2,400. The point is, you can go and you need to find out if this $2 bill is worth something. Um, we've got, you know, older ones, obviously. But all you have to do is it has this little uh, numbers on it. Beep, boop, bop, they have a name. Anyways, look it up and you can see if your $2 bill is worth a lot of money. Wow. Like how much? Like what? $4 now? Is it doubled? Thousands. Oh, really? Not like crazy thousands. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. If you would turn down $4,500 or even a thousand, a $2 bill worth anything more than $2 is probably worth looking into. If you doubled your money. Not if it's four. If it doubled your money, you'd still, what? Okay. Get out of bed. Who are you? That's a lot of time to spend finding out that it's doubled to two. You're literally going to Google something on the internet and find out. Okay, what if it was ten bucks? Would you do it then? Yeah. Okay. Well, your two dollars could be worth at least ten dollars. And do you have a penny from um, seventeen fifty nine? Those are worth a lot of money too. I have so many coins because that's what my family gives as presents. I have a huge. Oh, is that what they give? Like gold coins? I have silver dollars. Those are worth money. I have so many. They're silver, silver dollars back from back in the day. Yeah. Like I have a mm. huge axe. I mean, don't tell axe. people you keep that at your home because you keep would, it in a vault at the bank. I keep it at Julia's house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have so many coins too. I have, I'm an accidental coin collector who knows nothing about it, who just has them. I have an all gold dollar. Dang. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you keep on your person at all times? I do. 
Mm-hmm. You won't tell anyone mm-hmm. where. It's not my nipple. It's a gold coin. Um, <laughs> speaking of women with interesting hobbies, okay. this woman Good segue. Is, I'm impressed. Thank you. This woman is accused of embezzling twenty thousand from an Ann Arbor Girl Scout troop. And the question <gasps> I'm asking That's is, rude. how much money does this group have on them? I was going to say twenty thousand. Sales. It's cookie sales. Come on, you guys. But how much of their money? Because if if he, she was embezzling twenty, that means there had to be more than that. Because otherwise, she would it'd be obvious. And right? it's Ann Arbor. Go blue. That's Michigan State headquarters. That's a beautiful, beautiful area of Michigan. Um, I feel like some something sketch is going on. If you're do, embezzling twenty, you have to think that they at least have forty thousand dollars in there because you can't just embezzle all of their money. Right. Or you could and run. Is she on the run? Uh, no, she is in custody. Oh, they found her. Yeah, she's got charges charges of embezzling twenty thousand or more. They're saying it's somewhere Can between twenty and thirty thousand dollars. If you were kind of like not the brightest bulb, and they had like twenty 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 thousand two hundred eighty six dollars, I know. You just took the twenty and then pretend what? <laughs> you Where couldn't go? do your math. I can only assume she did this over like a period of years, of or course, something. and that's what people do. I mean, I you know I have so many pens from this place. <laughs> so you're embezzling the pens. I've actually. You been... know, I don't know what I do. What. Go ahead. I'm I was sorry. gonna say I've been only the only reason they hired me is to like keep eyes on you. Yeah, you're, the highlighter like, stealer. Yeah, I about once every three months take a giant baggie to my house because they come home my thing and I bring them all back. I do. Okay, but I will ask this: Is there like so a place many. we can get equipment here? Like laptops? if you wanted, like a, no, like a pen. I never. Well, like, I don't never know pens. where to go to get post-it okay, notes. I'll, I'll tell both of you the top secret place. But come to my desk. I have a bag of pens. All they want is pens. There's never any pens anywhere in this building. All right, I'll tell you. They're in my door, next to the Twizzlers. I just I've been writing with my own blood since the day I worked <laughs> here, and people are over it. I keep scratch paper in my bag because I don't know where post-its are. Yeah. Okay, Look we're us. gonna do a tour um, after the next break. <laughs> this is hysterical. And I have one more thing: a Canadian. We mom, don't let you guys know. A Canadian mom <laughs> has a shatter uh, rec- shattered a record, which a was, Canadian minister? She shattered a record for a big old baby. Guess how much it weighed? Fifteen pounds. Close. Fourteen pounds, eight ounces. Ooh. I know a fifteen pounder. Paul Philippe. Since 2010. Ooh. Oh, okay. He was born before that. Um, before 2010, this was the, a record. Wow. Set. I'm sorry, but that sounds extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, it ended up being cesarean, uh, which I, is, I highly recommend if you have anything <laughs> that, that large size coming, coming out, out of you. you. I don't care what it's it like is. like 14 watermelons. All right. Thank you, Brittany. No problem. Um, okay. We have the best deal if you're traveling over the holidays. MSPAirport.com is your place for all the information. But they just started a new program. Um, it's a dynamic discounting structure for parking. So if you pre-book your, pre-book your parking online to guarantee your space over the holiday season, the earlier you book, the more you save. You can save up to $9 a day at Terminal 1, $6 a day at Terminal 2, and $5 a day at the Quick Ride Ramp. That adds up. And we were talking about the cost of Ubering to the airport. If you live out far, you want to park there. Pre-register um, and reserve your your spots in the parking lots. It's amazing. And um, other things that are happening is they've got some new food restaurants open in the airport mall, Northern Seoul, from local chef Justin Sutherland. They've got this amazing Caribbean jerk chicken and Tennessee hot. MSPAirport.com for all your information. Oh, the week 
second. Are we ready, Ellie? Okay, it is uh, another edition of the LoJ Book Club. We are absolutely delighted to be joined by Elaine Roth. Her her debut article. I'm almost talking today, Elaine. I'm sorry. <laughs> no I can read, but I can't speak today. You're great. It's late in the day. The no mid- problem. Hi. Hi, the Midnight Garden. Thank you for coming on our show today. We love your thank book. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You have an interesting story, and um, your book is wonderful. Do you want to uh, give us a setup of the book first? The setup of the book is um, it's a young widow who uncovers the magic of everyday life and the power of second chances. Uh, there's a romance element. There's a little bit of magical realism, a lot of um, grief and navigating guilt and forgiveness. It's it's really good. And, you know, I, oh, Elaine, I was you. reading about your story and you <laughs> lost your husband at a very early age to terminal cancer. And then you, you're yeah. you're just in your mid 30s and you have two young children and, um, you know, you're trying to take care of yourself and take care of your children in the grief. And you channeled your pain and emotions through journaling via your blog, Reconstructing a Year in Hope, and it struck a chord with readers. And did that kind of prompt you to want to go into writing more full time, like a novel? You know, I had always, Matt was actually my, that my husband was my first cheerleader. I had told him, mm. I think I'm going to start writing books after our second child was born. Um, but I think the blog helped me kind of really find my voice. And then I channeled that into fiction. It's such a great book, you know, and, and I, oh, thank you. and I was reading about, you know, um, I know someone who's recently become a widow at a young age and just how, oh, sorry. um, yeah, and I'm sorry for your loss as well, how people's expectations first, they're too afraid to talk to you about it because they're too afraid to bring it up. And then how mm-hmm. everyone expects you to join all these groups and do all this and you should be here now. And are you doing this? I mean, was that kind of your experience? Oh, absolutely. It seemed like everybody had an opinion. Everybody had a different timeline that I should be on. Everybody knew the right way to do the solo parenting thing or how I should be grieving or how I should be when I should start dating. It was always, you know, a lot. it was a lot of navigating that for sure. And do you feel, um, you know, if, if, I mean, the book is just so beautiful. And of course, your characters you. are Hope and Will, <laughs> which, yeah. I, which I loved. You know, but in the book, Hope loses her husband. Um, she's kind of a quirky character. Will needs to come back mm-hmm. to this small town and how the community, that whole community wanted to drive, you know, what they should be doing, what's right and what's wrong. But you have this eccentric recluse in Maeve who who's just got this magic. Yeah, she's absolutely, she's somebody who, you know, she had her own difficulties in life, and now she just wants to put, depending on how you look at her, she wants to put good into the world. Or maybe she's trying to benefit for herself. It's up to the reader to decide. But she is somebody, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, but she's absolutely somebody who is coming in and bringing magic into the world, whether for her own benefit or not. It, it's just beautiful. You, I mean, are you so proud? Your book birthday was, I think, two days ago, right? Yes, just this past Tuesday. So what did that feel like? It is still the most 
it's a real thing. I'm listening to it on Audible, and I'm a big Audible <laughs> listener. And to see my own name on my phone screen Ooh. is really the coolest thing. How cool is that? And to try to like try to sit back and enjoy it from a different point of view. I bet that's just a whole different layer. Right, and some of it, some of the lines, I'm like, oh, that was clever. Good for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love oh, that. I love that. I love that you wrote about, uh, you were talking about how, you know, you wanted it in a small town so they can experience a village for good or bad. And I totally understand that because it, and I don't, not on the level you do, but I think when you have kids, you, you notice that as well, that everybody has advice and, and experience, you know, has the, the right or wrong thing to say for better or worse. And I loved how you phrased that. that you, that's why you wanted the small town. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I live in a small town too and it, you know, people have good intentions. Yes. Um, but it, they don't always know the way to make that come through. Yeah. Do you, you know, okay, so this is just kind of in a different tangent, Elaine. We're talking right. with Elaine Roth. Her book is The Midnight Garden. It's her debut novel, which is really great. I think people are going to absolutely love this. Did you, have you talked to any widows who have read it? Do you feel like it's triggering at all? Or, you know, how do you navigate that? You know, I haven't yet. Um, my widow group has ordered the book. Okay. Uh, so I'm curious to hear what they'll think. It is something that I was worried about, but one of the thoughts behind writing the book was I had kept reading books about widows yeah, and none of them were getting the experience quite right. So I wanted to try my hand at, you know, no widow's experience is exactly the same, but I was trying to kind of capture some of the reality of it. Oh, and it, it, so hopefully it works for them. It is, and it's a sweet story. I mean, it really, it really does. I absolutely love this in your bio, Elaine, is that um, at 14 years old, you had a chance to model in YM Magazine, and you were paired with a 17-year-old male model for a photo about kissing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then the, tell everyone the story, because that just would be something that would happen to me, except for I wouldn't be in oh. a magazine. <laughs> Oh, I thought I was so, you know, I thought I would be so cool when I went to school when the magazine came out. And then when I saw the picture and read the caption, brace yourself, Metal Mouth, don't lose your kissing cool. Oh, no! <laughs> Did you just... I need to hide this forever. <laughs> I would have, like, now it's like, like, you need that framed, because just to remind yourself <laughs> how quickly you can uh, hype yourself up and fall straight to, you know, from grace. Absolutely, to always just stay humble. Stay humble, because they don't know what they're putting on that caption, do we? Oh, that's amazing. You, exactly. you never do. So this widowers group that you're a part of, had, did they give you, Did you? were you part of a writer's group to kind of bounce ideas off of, or did other people share experiences, or is this just kind of just you? This one is just me. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Once this book got once I kind of got into the process of writing this book after it was sent to my agent, it's really when my world opened up with widowhood and I met all these other widows. And it was just an interesting, all this good energy was coming in at the same time, the book, the widow group. And would you so, recommend that for other widows to be a part of a group? I absolutely would, but they have to be ready. So I yeah. wasn't ready my first couple of years, but right. now when I needed that community and found it, it really has been amazing. Oh, that's so great to hear. Um, I think people are just going to die when they read your book. It's just, it's, oh, it's, so lovely. It, it's lovely. It's oh, lovely. It's lovely. Thank you. Yeah. And congratulations to you. And we're excited to, you know, read more and that you're a certified Pilates instructor. I was that for one day. 
<laughs> and, then, and I taught a reformer class and never again. Um, seriously. And Lori, who's not here today, is huge into Pilates now. It's very funny. But um, I so just, funny. I think I love that you got the drive to try something outside of your comfort zone, though, too. Yeah, I was actually a lawyer and a tax lawyer. And then uh, my daughter was born early. So I left tax law to be a stay at home mom. And then both the writing and Pilates came as I, when I became a widow. They I sort of built both at the same time. That's really neat. And scary yeah. and probably really um, satisfying now. You know, um, you just, I want people to read this book so bad. And I want to give it to someone who I know is a widow, but I just, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's ever a right time and people get to choose when they read something or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sit on her nightstand for as long as she'd like. Exactly. The book is The Midnight Garden. Okay, we have to ask you, I know you're very busy with your kids and Pilates and writing (laughs) and being this beautiful woman with this amazing debut novel. Do you have time? Do you have a favorite book that you've recently read by another author? Oh, I have so many favorites. Okay, give Um, us a few. We love these. We love... Oh, a few, I mean, a few of my all-time favorite authors. I love Alice Hoffman. I love yes. Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes. I love Sarah J. Moss. I don't think I've read um, I'm. She's kind of in the fantasy world. Um, okay. I'm excited to start Iron Flame, which it, so she's kind of in that same genre. Okay. Of fantasy romance. Love it. Yes. I'm trying to think of some others. That's that's a lot. That coming to me. Okay. You know, I that's a lot of books. I mean... Daisy Jones and the Six was everything. Um, oh, I loved I loved her. Some of her earlier stuff, uh, earlier books too. I think um, One True Love, I believe. Yes, we're talking about Taylor, Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know what? It's it's we're just honored to meet you and to talk about your book. And I, you know, I just I I can't imagine what you've gone through. And I just love that you had the guts and the courage to try something completely different. Um, I think a lot of people want to do that. We hear from a lot of people who want to start writing or do different things, and I, it's scary. Yeah, it is scary to put yourself out there. For <laughs> yeah, sure. you don't is. know. You don't know how people will receive it. Yeah, well, I think your book but is it's worth it. Thank you for saying that. I think your book is wonderful, and I know people are going to love it. The Midnight Garden. It's in trade paperback and apparently on Audible. In, yeah, um, Elaine. <laughs> You know, do you like the voice that is reading your book? Because that's so key. I got to choose the two voices, and okay. I love them. They're oh. doing such a good job on Audible. Wait, so wait. I'm very pleased. Okay. I love it. Elaine, I have to ask, did you do two voices for yeah. gender? Uh, yes, I have. So it's a, since it's yes. a dual point of view, I have a female voice and a male voice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I love that because nothing takes me out of it more than a man trying to do a woman's voice on an audiobook. <laughs> I will absolutely have to go back and listen to your book now and and is an audible user as well i can't stand it when the voice sounds so negative yeah it ruins the book i agree i just read a big bestseller via audible and i hated it i hate listened i'm like please end please end yeah 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 and I'll tell oh, you, that's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. But we just, we are delighted to meet you, Miss Elaine Roth. And best of luck to you on this first book um, on your media tour. And um, thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, nice to meet you. All right. Thank you, Elaine. We've got two books to give away. Give Ellie a buzz at 651 641 
1071 and she will get the books out to you. And if you've won a book recently, like give some other people a chance. <laughs> Just say yeah, it. Everything you're doing right now and go to the Clear the Warehouse sale that is happening at Hammernix at their St. Paul location and New Hope Flooring Superstars. Almost half of all their hard surface inventory is up to 80% off. Many priced at just a dollar a pair square foot, if you could imagine. Just look for the yellow tags when you go into. It's only at the location in New Hope in St. Paul. The Hudson location's brand new. They don't have clearance inventory yet. They just opened. So go to St. Paul on Rice Street or go to New Hope on Bass Lake Road in 169. And again, their on-site designers can help you pick the right product to fit your, fit your needs. It's a perfect time to get that new flooring for the holidays. Learn more at hammernicks.com, but make sure when you go in, say Lori and Julia sent you, telling you maybe extra good things happen to you. But really, I'm looking at some of the beautiful flooring. It's amazing. This is a blowout sale. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's What is the meaning of this? All right, first we got to give a shout out to Janet and Carly for winning the book The Midnight Garden by Elaine Roth. And I just have one more thing to mention um, that... um, They win everything. They're so lucky. That's awesome. Well, I know. This is a good book. Okay, that um, we got a message from Sarah that just volunteered as a counselor for the weekend at a family grief camp. Mm Mm-hmm. And talk to talk about widows. She wanted to give them a plug because Healing Hearts is the name of it. Uh huh. Connection does a camp in Minnesota that's free to participate twice a year. It's a fantastic resource and can be life changing for both the campers and the volunteers. That's amazing. Because um, we were talking to Elaine, who's a widow herself, and in the book there is a widower um, hope, and then she meets Will, and things happen. But um. You know, it can, it can be really a tough time, and that would be a great resource. Um, sharing a community with others, I think, always helps in the healing process. And like what Elaine said, you have to be ready, though. That's, I feel like things happen in the time they're exactly supposed to happen. You know what she's saying? Where she's like, I wasn't ready at the time, and mm-hmm. then I was ready. And, like, that's how that works. Like, you just, you'll know when you know, and that's when exactly when it should happen. All right, I've got a couple Hollywood speaks. Hollywood! I don't, I don't want this to be lost on you, too, and I might. I'm just going to do it again when Lori comes back. Okay. Um, <laughs> because she, because both of her, we have an affinity to this guy. Yeah. Real housewife, Sonia, Sonia Morgan, when she was at BravoCon this past weekend, she's from New York City, and she married a big banker from one of the big ones. Yep. Can't think of his name. Got divorced from him. Morgan. Morgan. Stanley Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she's gorgeous. And she had quite a history as a girl about yachts and town and parties before she met him like if you meet her she'll tell you this right away she will uh she claims she had sex with owen wilson the butterscotch stallion multiple times and maybe he has a preference in how he likes to do it a la hit it from the book Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) maury what's the name of the dog Oh, uh, Marley? Marley and me. Yeah, <laughs> Maury. <laughs> he, well, that he, was, like, to make clear, though, that we're was not too... claiming that Owen Wilson has relations with no, dogs. No, I do no. want to call on the record no. that that is not <laughs> being said. But Tuesdays with Maury style. and the dog's name was Marley. Yeah, yeah. don't get those confused. And he was in the movie with Jennifer Aniston. He, he's been in a lot of movies. But the Marley dog yeah, one. Yes, correct. Um, 
Okay, what was really funny about this when this went down on BravoCon, it was one of those, like, they had to throw out a random fact, and then the housewives had to respond with who, you know, they would guess at whose fact this was. Okay. So they threw out a fact that said, Owen Wilson has flirted with me numer- or one time when I was hanging out with him. Yeah. And this is when all of a sudden Sonia starts just giving up this, and very Sonia-like, giving up this information automatically. Well, yeah. And then it find out that Luann was like, well, he's the one who flirted with me. So they're like, wait, was that your card? And then it actually ended up being Ashley Darby's card oh. after Sonia had given up all this information about having relations with Stop. So Owen Wilson. Three, okay, so he has a, he has got a... He's got a type. He's got a type. Okay, that's really funny. Yeah, it was That's amazing. funny. Okay, here's another one. Okay. And I'm sorry, people. It's the housewife's junk. Um We'll make it fun. All I right. Because some people listen and some don't. Jenna Lyons, who used to head up J. Crew, mm-hmm. who is a new cast man- member on um, the Real Housewives in New York, the new new cast. Mm-hmm. Um, she joked about skipping BravoCon to Entertainment Weekly. And she said, I had some really important things to do, like twiddle my thumbs. She likes to have a snarky moment. She, I actually give her a pass on these moments. She's Jenna freaking Lyons. Like, right, I, I think part of her brand is like... She's above it? Above but, it. But and then like, why is she on it? No, but I think there's like something fun about... She is different than most housewives. She's not thirsty all the she time, isn't. always. Yeah. She doesn't need to be thirsty all the time, always. And honestly, if you don't want to go to this... And and like I don't think she's the type that would do well in big crowds. I think she's the type that talking one-on-one with her, she has a very warmness to her. But like I think there is an allowance of a personality type... That is a good housewife, but yeah, probably doesn't want to do some of this stuff, and I'm okay with that. All right, she is Jenna freaking. All right, that was a really good, a really good defense. I think that she doesn't need because she's a bajillionaire. She's fine. Uh, Denise Richards has revealed that her husband Charlie Sheen has changed his mind over his daughter having an OnlyFans. Uh, Sheen said in a statement um, that. I don't know. She bought a car and a house. He changed his tune when she bought a Mercedes and moved into a house that she paid for. I don't know. Charlie Sheen has no leg to stand on. I'm sorry. I know he's her parent. And also, she's older. She's what? She's only like 18. I'm sorry. She she didn't start OnlyFans until she was 18. I wouldn't love it. No, I would. would, What would you do? You can't do anything. I'd throw a fit. It's kind of a respect thing. Oh, yeah. You're a celebrity. Your kid should not be doing that to you. I made a million dollars an episode. Yeah. But well, I put it all up my nose. Yeah. I don't know if uh, he's exactly, if, if he wants, see, she Denise Richards is on OnlyFans as well. I know. And, oh, I, and I want yeah. to, Lori's toes to go on it. Lori's toes could go. We could make, I know it. It could I be want... like our lunch fund. We just use that money for lunch. Like, I feel. Because she doesn't want to do the posting and she doesn't want to do the photos. I will get good lighting and take the photos and post it on behalf and I will of us. Give, and then we just will eat lunch all the and time. And I will give the content of what each toast says. Yeah. I'll write this toast script. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Finger puppets now? This is perfect. I've been looking for a side hustle. Everyone has side I'm hustles. you, we could make so much money off of Lori's toes. They're beautiful. And they're going to come. Yeah, they're going to be tan. I, we could make money. Okay, here, but back to Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Um, there's a new series. We talked about him working with Chuck Lorre again. And the new Max series, um, the the trailer came out for it. It's called The Bookie, mm-hmm. and it stars Sebastian Maniscalco, who is hysterical, and features Charlie Sheen. 
Um, the show was created by Chuck Lorre. The trailer is loaded with profanity. Go watch it on your own thing. But the show is called The Bookie, and I hope it's really good. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, I will, too. Oh, yeah. I'm a I, big Chuck Lorre fan. Yes, big time. All right, I got one for you. Justin Timberlake could break his silence on Britney Spears' book, Backlash, in song with Timberland, who is desperate to work with Sync star on his response to all the haters. What is even this sentence meaning? <laughs> Holy, um, that it was... It means someone needed a spot to fill, and Timberland just put his foot in his mouth yeah. so big time, saying that Justin should put a muzzle on Britney just this week. Yep. Which is... So out, so insane. So the audacity, the gall, the the gall on this man. Ugh! Don't don't bathroom. Don't make me laugh. (laughs) No, but it really seriously. It's seriously thinking about it. Someone needed a headline. I would read. I would read. How would you write that headline? If you were a space filler. Okay, right. right, No, here it is. Okay, Timberland is begging for Justin Timberlake's help. In a desperate attempt to make himself look less bad, period, dot. That's Done. it. We don't even need Britney Spears' name in it. No, you're, because you're right. she shouldn't be have to deal with this nonsense. Her name, leave her name out your mouth. Timberland, you deal with this. And sorry that Justin Timberlake's not coming out of the woodworks to help you. He's not helping himself. He's not helping anybody right now. He's just trying to act like, I'm in the new Trolls movie. That's the only thing I'm doing. And reality is, <laughs> Timberlake... I don't know when he or ever if he's going to address all this, but somebody's telling him just stay low, 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 low. He's in Mexico on vacation. I know, he's but like, Silas and but he's been silent for Siley. like years. Besides that, note apps fiasco. What was that? How when 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 did he do the note apps thing? Was I don't that even know, but ago? I got to give a shout out because I promised I would. Yeah, shop by candlelight right now tonight, starting at five to eight p.m. At the corners of Selby and Snelling. Start shopping in five minutes immediately. It's you shop by candlelight. An evening of discounts, specials, giveaway treats, refreshments await you on Selby Avenue from Saratoga to Fairview and on Snelling from Dayton to Hague. There's a lot of good stuff right there, people. Yeah. Save me a parking spot. Do it. All right. Shopping by candlelight deals tonight when we come back. We're just going to have, um, there's so much more stuff happening today that we must discuss. Um, thanks for hanging out with us, Lori and Julia.